Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, look here. Time for Hunter Till and Yeti where we just say one more again. You know what this here mean? But y'all Yeti, the legendary, one and only Godfather soul. You know what going on right here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. You know it's time for Hunter Till and get up, get involved, and get into it. Yeah, this year the Juneteenth week, we got plenty going on, and we so glad that Hunter tuned in right here. The we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. You know this year the Queen Quet had on the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I'm gonna tune in one more again to We Station, so that we can get together, get on a chill and join in with we and things like that. But take a stand for this your land. Ha! How you gonna tell but you want the life of the black woman and the black man? And put on a take the stand for the land. So we got plenty of things more coming up. One hundred children for joining with we, but this year episode we could dedicate to the one and only Jan Brown, the son of South Kakalaki. We going not give a moment of silence this evening, but we going to let them go head on and tell we what we need to do, cause the message sure and clear and it's still true. Come on now, Jan, tell them what you do. Wait. Wait. 
Chillin' right here, you know who this shall be. This the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I wanted to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, where we give upliftment to the living like the same pay ancestral homage. We had to give that tribute to the late, great, only one Godfather Soul, James Brown, a South Carolina son, because this is also Black Music Month. So it would be a problem around here if we did not have the drums in front of us, if we did not have the music sounding and resounding before us as we continue the movement. This is not a moment. Human rights is a movement. And so all the hundred children who be getting me before and thing like that, they're going to know this year what we do on yeah, okay for true. This is not a new thing for us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation to be on the forefront of what is going on, and we want you to get on up, get involved, and get into it. And this is the time to do it. If you never did it before, I mean, in the world, people are out in the streets. They are in the roads. They are standing up against racism. They're speaking out against racism. People who are non African people are now speaking up. They are becoming allies. The lines are clear. You are either for us or you are against us in regard to racism. This is no more time for having classes just to discuss the definition of the word and then turn around and do nothing. This is not the time to turn your head when one of your friends or colleagues says, and as y'all call it, off-color joke, whatever that ever meant, um, this is not the time for that. This is the time to actually stand up, speak out, do something, get up, get involved, get into it. One of the biggest aspects of what is going on right now is this global movement that was spurned by the fact that people dramatically watched the murder of Brother George Floyd, God bless the dead. Interestingly enough, people have dramatically watched the murder of Walter Scott some years back here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Unfortunately, for for Sister Breonna Taylor and Brother Ahmaud Arbery, who also were brutally murdered just within the last couple of months, people have not called their names out with the vehemence and the continuous nature they should because they didn't see it. They didn't see Ahmad up front, up close, and hear his last words. They didn't see any footage of Sister Brianna. And people have become a television and reality show generation, and it seems that if they don't see it, they think it's not happening. Well, that's the way it's been for racism and police brutality and lynching 
all along, people didn't see it. So they could deny that it happened. Well, that's the way people tell us about getting over slavery, chattel enslavement, because they think because we didn't physically see it with our eyes that it didn't happen. Well, I'm here for you to see. My people were down here and things like that. From Jacksonville, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, Honey, Yeti, the Crackety, like this, and things like that. Honey, Yeti, call it Gullagichi. We are here for you to see. We are the results of the resilience and the power within the DNA of the children and the seeds of Mother Africa that made it through the Middle Passage, that made it through chattel enslavement, that made it through Jim Crow, that made it, which was simultaneous with Reconstruction, that made it through segregation, made it through this extended Attempt at integration made it into this era, a human rights era. I am so proud today of my brothers and sisters of the African Union for finally standing up with us at the United Nations and saying that there should be at least at a minimum in that international space a discussion, a dialogue, a debate about the racist practices of the United States and what has been done against the children of Mother Africa here. This is the year of return that people were going to leave from North America and go back to the motherland and from the Caribbean and go back to the motherland. And then Corona struck. This is still the international decade of people of African descent. And you know we have been commemorating and celebrating our legacy as Mother Africa's children since this decade began. In fact, we were beating drums prior to the decade coming in to announce that it was coming. We have done libation ceremonies and drumming circles and honoring the ancestors up and down this coastline of the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, and all the way to and on top of the St. John's River. We have done this over and over. The Wisdom Circle Council of Elders, our leaders in our representative body for the Gullah Geechee Nation, we have done this work for such a time as this. And now here we stand. Here we stand. Coming into a week of remembrance for the murders of who we now call the Emanuel Nine and their death in Charleston, and where tragedy tourism brought millions upon millions of dollars to that city that was the same city in which our ancestors were first sold on auction blocks in North America to the extent that Charleston became the number one or Charlestown became the number one auction block in North America, the same place where we are building the International African American Museum is at Gadsden's Wharf, where the story is to be told, the legacy is to be commemorated, and our continued existence is to be celebrated. Here we stand in the week that leads up to Juneteenth, having not had the opportunity to celebrate our Juneteenth at the Jepson in person, but they will have an event. They will at least have their lecture event tonight, this evening. They had that online virtually, and I'm sure you'll be able to go back and rewatch it from their site. But Corona came and shut things down, set people down for a moment in the year of 2020, clear vision in order to make people get an opportunity to rest first so they could hear and see clearly after that. And then here it came. Here it came rolling in like a slow storm. We start hearing Ahmaud Arbery had been murdered in May, and we didn't even know, but here comes the footage being released now. Oh, my God, here people are rushing into people's houses in North Carolina with guns drawn, wrong house. Oops, fortunately nobody dies, but next we turn here. They rush into Sister Brianna Taylor's house, wrong house. They kill her. 
here or just when people can barely get the name straight, get the location straight, here it is that the world witnesses the lynching on the street instead of by noose by knee of George Floyd. So last week we did not come on the air to honor his home going, to honor that time of him crossing over, to let the space be clear for that, for us again to sit down, think, breathe on his behalf, breathe on all of their behalf, their garners behalf, breathe, and clear your mind and think. And just when we thought that we could just get some more breath and cool off for a minute and get some rest and get back into the streets to protest some more, here came one of the most disrespectful, utter, utter exposés of stupidity. You planned a rally of the main people who are working against the very survival of black people in America. You plan a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is the location of Black Wall Street. Not a shock there, because I've been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've walked down Black Wall Street. I met people who remembered what happened. I met people who are descendants of people that died. I saw the images of what that same street that had now been gentrified looked like when it was bombed. And why was that? Why did that happen? Same reason we're asking why George died, why Deanna died, why Ma died. Pure racism. Pure racism. Crimes against humanity continue to be committed. And to add insult to injury, this man, this dude that's in D.C. and his buddies know nothing of black history. So, therefore, they figure on the date that's Juneteenth, they'll have a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But people had woke up. And the woke ones called it out because now we wanted to know what does this mean. Oh, so you challenging us now because you're trying to say, remember what you did before. But we ain't scared. We remember Wilmington as well, 1898, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, how you murdered people, you dragged them out into the streets, you dragged preachers out and spilled their blood all over Wilmington. You had children and parents running through marsh grass trying to protect themselves. We remember Rosewood. We remember our numerous Black Wall Streets. We remember how you bombed move. We remember all these places. And why do we need to recall them this week in particular? Because it's about time that Juneteenth is more than a barbecue to all of you. It's time for Juneteenth to be fully about justice, not just us, and not letting these other people usurp our day and use it for political ploys and secret messages. This is an opportunity for us to rise and rise united. Black folks, we ain't got time with this nonsense stuff anymore. You picking leaders based on gender. You picking folks talking about based on age or not their age. You picking folks over nonsense. You better look at folks' track records and get some advice some advice on what is COINTELPRO, get some advice on what is lynching, get some advice on the baiting that goes on and the distractions that people send at you in order to disrupt your movement and make it only a moment. The Gullah Geechee Nation hasn't had to jump on any bandwagon or play with anybody's casket and play in people's blood. Y'all have heard me very aggravated and incensed numerous times on this show about that, that people capitalize on our killing. Ain't no different than chattel enslavement. So it's about time that we have a time that we pause and I believe that God had it that the coronavirus came and these folks thought, well, tell everybody stay home like we were all on a prison sentence to make people stay in. But God had it that God wanted to talk to some people. 
but just the time is this, that it was going to be about time that people stood up with us and for us. And this is not the time for other folks to try to saddle their particular movements onto the Black Lives Matter movement. This is not the time for you to saddle yourself now to the human rights movement for black people but not really be for black people still trying to get your particular agenda through while this wave is up high. I've seen so many postings now from groups that we tried to work with over the years that had no interest because they weren't black. Now talking about what they're trying to do. I see so many people getting grants and money that do nothing for our community, nothing whatsoever except have more conversations about race. Nobody needs to talk about it anymore. The point has been and remains ending racism. That is, There's nothing else that you need to talk about. There needs to be a reallocation of resources, and those are the kinds of things that we are always about here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, about reclamation, restoration. We got apologies before. We already had that aspect. So now we're to the point where we only need to be discussing restitution. Now, anybody who understands the four legs of that table, you know what I'm talking about. So now, here we stand as we approach Juneteenth coming on this Friday, there's a few things that I need you to stand up with the Gullah Geechee Nation and do. And that's why Hunter Chillin ain't getting me to crack my tea like I did too much to see nothing like that because all of them were Hunter Chillin with D-Rock and Wallet thing like that. I want Hunter for Yeti. I want to stand with crack my tea boat and thing like that. And she had a show with the other rest of Chillin so you can have me up. Okay, then. So I'm speaking in this language only because I want all my listeners around the world to hear all of what I'm saying, overstand it, and then participate and pass the word on to others. So the first thing I want to do is let you know what we're doing here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We are supporting the blackouts that people are talking about, but in a different way. We have no time to wait until July 7th to do no blacking out with folks. We have always encouraged that people support Gullah Geechee-owned businesses, not just businesses that you see located in the Sea Islands in South Carolina or Georgia or Florida coast. We didn't ask you to do that. We asked you to support native Gullah Geechee-owned businesses, and there are literally only a few of those. Many of them have moved to online platforms. Many of them have always had online platforms. So you will see us continue to share them. Follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, GullahGeecheeNation.com, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. is no I in Geechee for the week, N-A-T-I-O-N, GullahGeecheeNation.com. Follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, and also follow Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. And you can follow the sponsors of this show, the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, on Facebook as well. If you want to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that has been out here for three septenaries, 21 years, Doing this work, whether it were cameras or not, newspaper articles or not, fighting for human rights and the land rights of black people, in particular the Gullah Geechee, please email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, GoGeeko at AOL.com, G U L L G double E C O at AOL dot com. You can go directly to gullahgeechee.biz and you can join we day on a computer for your membership right on there. So you can pay for membership right there and become a part of the premier organization for the advocacy of the rights of Gullah Geechee people. We existed before any other organization in the world existed using Gullah Geechee in the name. And we have been allies with children of Mother Africa all over the world and others who support our efforts of all cultures all over the world from the time we started. 
So this is not, we ain't new to this, we true to this, as the statement goes. One of the things that we are doing right now, and if you're following GullahGeecheeNation.com, and if you go on to GullahGeechee.net, which is the website for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and the coalition does sponsor this broadcast every week, you know that one of the things that has not stopped in this onslaught of activities, the coronavirus, the storms that have already happened, we've had three named storms, and hurricane season only started on June the 1st and it is now June the 15th, okay? We also, and by the way, if y'all didn't pay your online taxes in Beaufort County, South Carolina, yep, you better get on there and pay before midnight tonight because today is the day for the installment payments. Just a reminder real quick, all right? Because why? Why do I remind you that? Because there is still a gang of speculators hanging out like buzzards enjoying this moment where people do not have the revenue coming in that we would have normally had during this season. They're looking forward to people's land getting auctioned off later in this year because they did not pay their land taxes. They are still plotting and planning to build other destruction here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. To address these issues, we have a petition on change.org. That's one aspect. On change.org, we have a petition called Stop Bay Point Destructionment at St. Helena Island in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So you can go to change.org if you type in Gullah Geechee Nation. This petition will come up. I want to thank the 14,409 people that have signed from around the world. I want to thank the people who have been ceasing us letters that they have been sending to the Beaufort County Board of Zoning Appeal, letting them know that it is unacceptable for them to go forth with a vote to approve such a that would be detrimental, to say the least, to the environment of the Gullah Geechee Nation, but will, will cause irreversible harm to the cultural continuation in the Gullah Geechee Nation. On behalf of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, which I'm a founding member and the secretary for, we have filed a lawsuit so that we even get an opportunity to engage in this process in the same manner that the destructionaires have. This is on top of the other lawsuits we already are still fighting and waiting to hear word from in the midst of the coronavirus slowdowns in courts and everywhere else in regard to stopping offshore drilling and seismic gun testing in the Atlantic Ocean where we live, where Bay Point sits, where the Sea Islands sit, where we sit. And we ponder and we strategize and we think and we breathe, and we will continue to be here. We will live. We the been here. We ain't going to with all talk. So one thing is please look up the change.org petition. If you cannot find it, again, email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, and we will send you the direct link if you are following the Gullah Geechee Nation or the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition pages on Facebook, we put, put this petition up on a weekly basis. And we want to thank everybody who's not only signing it but continues to share it. We really, truly, truly appreciate you. Now, that's one step. The next step is something we have been working on for many, many years now, which is to establish the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund with an endowment of $300,000 to start with. If you go to the GoFundMe.org and you put in Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund, it will come up. You can make donations and contributions. These funds we use for these legal issues. These funds we use to help people to pay for land taxes. These funds we use to reinvest in the community for fundraisers that help people pay for land taxes and that help to get people out to rally and to fight against environmental injustice, but against injustice everywhere, especially here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. 
this is how I get to go to the United Nations and speak on behalf of the people and the land because we have a fund that we've built up and we continue to raise money for annually in order for us to have a kitty to do that. Well, because of all of the cutting off of events that have gone on in the interest of human health and public safety, we have not had our 20th anniversary events month for month. They stopped in March. We are now in June. So we are definitely asking you to contribute to the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund if you can. Thank you very much. Those who are change.org understand that when you make donations on change.org, those go to change.org. Those don't come to us in any way, shape, or form. So that's why we've even sent out to those who signed the petition to please go ahead and donate to the GoFundMe campaign. Well, the blessing about all of this work has been that we've developed some very powerful and very engaged people that collaborate with us. And many of those folks work with us on the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank. These folks have now been a part of a weekly broadcast that I do on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. online via Zoom and then they get re-aired on Gullah Geechee TV. So if you go to Gullah TV, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.TV, and you subscribe, you can subscribe for free to see that we've already done two episodes. The first one being Sustaining Gullah Geechee Musically that started off with Kwame Shah of All Mobile Productions, and then, because it's Black Music Month, of course, I didn't want to skip the opportunity to pay tribute to music, and we ain't done with that yet this month. And then the next broadcast, which was last week, was with Kate Sell of the Union of Concerned Scientists, and we focused on coastal sustainability scientifically, zooming in on that. And this week on Wednesday, I'm going to actually have some of our attorneys on from the South Carolina Environmental Law Project. We're going to have Amy Armstrong, who is the executive director of SCELP, to discuss the legal issues, including the battle we have against Daypoint and how you all can continue to support our efforts. And I'm praying that she will have some information for us on what is going on with the offshore drilling. So that's something that you can do this week to help we write you up on the CL on the thing like that for deal and thing like that. So these are ways you can assist the Gullah Geechee Nation to continue to be here into the future. Now, that's on Wednesday. Now on Thursday of this week, which will actually be the eighteenth, there are a number of things going on. One for the whole family, for the Lili chilling and all them kind of things. I would be celebrating the 20th anniversary of me going to Colleton County Memorial Library. And I know many of you who listen to this show are folks that live here. And so you have come. You brought busloads of children. You brought your family. You brought the homeschoolers and everything to learn more about our legacy and our story at the library. For the past several years, I have rotated whether we do it as a Black Music Month day or evening or we talk about Juneteenth. And so this year it was simply going to be celebrating who we be, the 20th anniversary of Queen Quet at the Carleton County Memorial Library. Well, you will get the opportunity to actually be a part of it no matter where you live if you tune into TV after 10 a.m. on June the 18th, or you go to the Colleton Memorial Library's page online, and you will be able to actually see that celebration virtually. So God expanded my space in the library. And why is that important to me? Because literacy is critical when we're talking about movements and advancing it. When we're talking about strategic thinking, you have to exercise your brain like you exercise any other parts of the body. And I know we exercise our mouths a lot, but that does not mean that new synapses are going on within the brain. So we need to do some new things, some different things. And reading helps you to start getting the imagination really going and moving about. And so definitely I'm encouraging everybody to read more 
throughout these several months coming as we deal with this virus. Get yourself some things that you want to read, and especially when we're talking about black history. Don't relegate that to February. It's all day, every day, all year, every year. And so why is that important? That's important because our ancestors gave their lives to be able to read. In 1739, the Stoner Rebellion took place here, and and one of the outcomes of that was to ban reading and writing for people of African descent. Now, obviously, if somebody banned something, that meant that the people were doing it before that. Okay? Now, when we talk about 1739, the Stoner Rebellion, that's another opportunity here in the Gullah Geechee Nation that we pay homage for, just like we paid homage on June the 2nd for the Cumbie River Raid and what Harriet Tubman did here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. It's always been this continuous journey toward and for freedom. And so I want to thank Beaufort County, South Carolina, and Glenn County, Georgia. Beaufort County, South Carolina has already proclaimed Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, and their continued walk with us for freedom. And Glenn County, Georgia, is proclaiming it on Thursday evening. And so they will have a virtual meeting as well at 6 p.m. So you can find the Glen County, Georgia page online, and I believe they have a Facebook feed to it as well. And then you can tune in as I receive their proclamation on Thursday. After receiving that proclamation, we are going to go into, it is also Caribbean American Heritage Month. We're going to go into that celebration with Carrie Fest, your virtual symposium on Facebook.com slash Carrie Fest. Okay, so that's going to go on at 7 p.m. on Thursday, June the 18th. So when June 19th gets here, the official day that we truly celebrating who we be, and like I said, we're not waiting until July 7th to tell you to buy black and to purchase things and not buy from other stores. You need to start with Friday coming from June 19th all the way until July 8th. You shouldn't go in these other stores, these major chain stores, these box stores on Amazon and none of those places. You have money left to spend. you got a credit card that's burning and you just got to shop. Please, doesn't matter what culture you are, doesn't matter what race you are, please spend money with a black-owned business. And, of course, I'm going to say, spend money with a Gullah Geechee native-owned business, not just some other folk that just moved in using our name, but actually vet it. You can email us to vet it and then spend money with us. Why is this important? Because you don't get true justice without a price being paid. Freedom ain't free. Freedom ain't free. So people's lives have already been paid. They've used their lives. They've been martyred. They've been slain. Blood has been already spilled. All of that has been done. At what point do you put in more than your mouth? At what point do you do more than get on your phone and argue with somebody on social media about something? At what point do you make any sacrifice? Because people have been sacrificed over and over and over again. Hence why we can do even the Carry Fest virtual symposium and relink us to people on other islands in what we call the Caribbean or the Caribbean. Why? Because of what I said earlier, the crime against humanity. That's how Africans got there. That's how Africans got here. But how will Africans get where they need to go next is by us being economically empowered and knowing when to move and to do it now, not at a late date. Don't get the message too late, which leads to why did I name this justice, Juneteenth justice? Why did I name it that? Well, y'all who listen to me all the time, you know I'm a wordsmith. So what I decided to do was let me check on something. Where did the word justice in American vocabulary come from? Of course, as usual, Latin, right? It came from this Latin word justia, justitia, the administration of law. In Old English, it was estusis, all right? 
So here it is that it's the administration of law. Well, some people have gone overboard with the types of laws that are created to benefit one group at the peril of another group. Hence why people are marching to get legislation changed. Many of you know I'm not new to that either. We won't even veer off down that path of how many laws I've helped to get written and changed and lobbied for. We won't veer off. We won't veer off on all the letter-writing campaigns of all of you around the world who have helped and who supported the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition in getting these things changed over the years. But a law is only good as those who enforce it. So what's the intent behind it? So I said, well, then let's let's talk about the intentional justice that people are seeking, not just us for a change in the black community, but true justice. Well, maybe we need to make sure we're using the right definition because we're speaking somebody else's language. Let's make sure how they define it. Well, justice can be a judge or a magistrate, okay? That could be the person who administers the law. But justice is supposed to be about the personification of it. That's why they say the woman with the blindfold, she's a personification of justice. She's blind, but she holds scales in the balance. We could get into my art and how that was teething from Kemet, but we ain't going to be off on that tonight either. i just give you all the homework. Go look that up. So now in my art, M-A-A-T, go look, go look her up and then get why I said what I said. Okay, now the administration of law authority and maintaining justice is also part of a definition. The quality of being fair and reasonable is also a definition. And I know people would say, well, there's nothing fair or reasonable about anything I've outlined tonight in terms of people being murdered for simply being black. Jogging while black, coming out and still walking while black, being in your own house while black. Okay? Running while black. Why are you running? Because this cop just stopped you. And it should have been a routine traffic stop, but why are you why is your gun why are you holding your gun, sir? There's nothing just or fair or reasonable about that. Even the very training of these people is unreasonable. You're trained to just hunt down and murder other people based on their skin. You're taught that the way they look makes them a criminal, that's unacceptable. So how do we get to the number one definition of justice, that just behavior or treatment by people speaking out against the unjust behavior and treatment? That's how chattel enslavement ended. That's how racism will end. Okay. So now, why now? Why do this now? Because it's about time. It should have been done a long time ago. That people need to become better informed because when they're not, you can have rights that you don't even act upon because you're not aware you have them. And that's why Juneteenth is a critical time for that. Now, let me run this down for you real quick. When the U.S. Civil War was going on, there was a document that was really an act of war that was issued called the Emancipation Proclamation. It was issued by the then U.S. President, Abraham Lincoln. He initially put this document out there on September the 22nd, 1862, but he gave the Confederates, the people who were warring against the Union, against where the colonies were supposed to be one unit, they had seceded. Yes, South Carolina led the way, seceded from the Union. And so he gave him some time. He said, well, okay, I got this document here until September, but I could get on it until January. Okay, he gave him until January the 1st to get right, get on back up in here, and we ain't got to go no further. But that didn't happen, right? So the formal issuing of the Emancipation Proclamation happened January 1st, 1863. If you want to learn more about that, again, go to GullahGeecheeNation.com. And the search engine put Emancipation Proclamation. You'll see the various shows I've done on this and writings I've done about this over the years. You can also continue with our archive right here, blogtalkradio.com slash 
not dash, slash, Gullah Geechee. And then you can look for the episodes or just put in Queen Quit Emancipation Proclamation and you'll find episodes will pop up for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio discussing the same topic. Well, and as will uh, me at the Emancipation Oak when we celebrate or commemorated that historic day. Now here it is that when this was issued on January 1st, 1863, it declared that anybody in the Confederate States of America in rebellion and not in the Union hands were to be freed, anybody of African descent. So people who were here in the Gullah Geechee Nation then got their freedom as a result of the Emancipation Proclamation, but not all black folks that were enslaved at the time or, quote, unquote, Negro folks that were enslaved at the time got their freedom because of the Emancipation Proclamation. That is not true. So let's be clear. Now, January 1st, 1863. You got me? All right. Here it is that we have the war continuing to go on like we do right now in the streets. The war is continuing to go on. Robert E. Lee surrendered on April 9, 1865, two years later, two years, three months later. When he surrendered, the Western Army of Trans-Mississippi still didn't surrender then. They didn't surrender till June the 2nd. These are all the ones who were in rebellion. On June the 18th of 1865, Union Army General Gordon Granger arrived at another island, but this island was out in Texas. Galveston Island. I've been there with the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association. Wonderful memories from being there. They arrived at Galveston Island with 2,000 federal troops to actually occupy Texas on behalf of the federal government. While they were there, Granger then did General Order Number 3. Many of you might be familiar with 40 Acres and a Mule, and me explaining that 40 Acres and a Mule comes from William Tecumseh Sherman's Special Field Order Number 15. So these folks were issuing all kind of proclamations and declarations and orders while the war was blind on and things like that. Rattlers would have been done, done. Here we go that Granger stands up on a balcony and announces the total emancipation of our people in Texas. And I say our people because I know from working with different scholars here that there is someone that was a family member that was taken from St. Helena Island and ended up out in Texas. And many other folks were taken from this area and eventually hauled to the Deep South and put on plantations there. So that's why I say our people in that regard. But we can say our people for black folk. Now, here's what this general order number three said. It said, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with the proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. The connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. The freedmen, which is for men or women now, are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect a military post and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. Well, many of you know we are related to the black Seminoles. We are related to Muscogo, which are black Seminoles that crossed over into Mexico and stayed there. And then many want to come back. They can't come back. There's a whole identity issue there. And who says that they really are citizens, the U.S. or Mexico? And they've been under this duress ever since this time frame. Well, when they mentioned they would not be able to collect a military post, many of our people did that. In Brackettville, Texas, they collected at that military post. So they're making it clear now, don't be coming here now. 
and hanging out because we ain't going to do that. You better have a house. You stay there. You work there. But now when you work, you ain't got to work for these people for free. They got to pay your salary. Well, again, the law is only as good as those who enforce it. So here it is that we got the Emancipation Proclamation January 1st, 1863, but it took all the way to June 18th of 1865 before our folks in Texas got the message that they had these rights, that they had their own right to their own persons. They had the right to their own property. They were no longer property, which is what chattel means, that they could stand up, work for themselves, own land now, own homes, educate yourselves, and stand up. Do what you got to do. Do not be idle. Do not be idle. So now here it is that we know there's more to the story. You had to get the 13th Amendment and all of that. We know there's more to the story. But we're going to focus on Juneteenth. Why is it important now for there to be justice for Juneteenth? Because too many people have made this an idle holiday. They've done frivolous things with the day. Instead of even educating themselves about the legacy and the story, can you imagine how disgusting that is that two years before you, other people were already free and living the life, as one might say, and here you were still down here in bondage because you didn't know, you didn't get the message. Well, let's not miss this moment. So on Friday coming, Juneteenth, 2020, at noon, I would do the keynote address virtually which is going to be the drum call for justice. The drum call for justice will be on a program called A Hunger for Justice. We have allies coming together now recognizing that we were always on the right track and the right road, standing up for we land right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation and for hold on what we got and reclaim what be done to you. Because part of some of these orders that were given during the war and thereafter was to give land back to the people who had kept us in bondage. Many people lost land through all kinds of nefarious means, everything from sharecropping to loans, minor loans, to signing documents with an X that they they couldn't even read. And many were murdered for their land. Assassination that took place in five years ago in Emanuel AME, Clementa Pinckney was someone who fought for our land. He took a stand for our land. So no one's going to ever convince me that that church was picked randomly on that night. They knew he was a pastor there. They knew he was a political figure here. They knew that he was one of the first people that initiated a celebration for the Gullah Geechee Nation that got it embossed, got it signed, got it passed by our General Assembly, came and gave it to me himself personally. I love that man, love that brother. He stood for us. He spoke out. He spoke up. He did not go in political office just for the title, just for a new suit, just for a pretty car, just for somebody look up to him. No, he came and had a short period of time here, but he made wise use of that time. What are you and I going to do? We can still breathe. What are we using our breath to do? How are we speaking out? Are you taking your hands and beating a drum? I pray you are. And I pray that you will be there with me this Friday online. And if you want to know the link, you can follow Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook, Sea Island Coalition on Facebook, GullahGeecheeNation.com. At Gullah Geechee on Twitter. We just tweeted it. It just got posted on those places before I came on the air. And if you say, well, I still can't find it. Well, I'd like to email it to others. Well, email us and we will send you the details. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Friday, the entire broadcast will go on. I will start it off at noon, but there will be a plethora of other speakers 
that are black land owners that are fighting for food sovereignty and land justice for black people that are coming together with our allies to commemorate and to celebrate Juneteenth. So the message is now, the drum is sounding now. Let's not wait two years from now to really get the message. Let's not wait to pass this on. Let's make this go viral, that we need to take a stand for land. We need to take a stand that black lives will not survive if we don't have land from which to feed ourselves and sustain ourselves and if we don't come together collectively so that we are self-sufficient, we have no economy. And without that, what do you do? So again, please heed the word of the sister. I remember the rap song, heed the word of the brother, heed the word of the sister. Heed the word of the queen. Words to the wise. Support this opportunity for justice. And all my allies out there around the world, no matter what culture you are, what community you're in, I beg of you to please make a contribution, make a donation, help us retweet and repost these things in addition to you making some type of economic just or by donation. And if people wonder, oh, what can we buy from y'all, go to gullahgeechee.biz. Gullahgeechee.biz, you can buy books and CDs and quilts and other handmade things and all of that. And we're going to be posting all through from Juneteenth all the way through Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week at the end of July, different Gullah Geechee-owned businesses on our website. We're going to be blogging about them at GullahGeecheeNation.com. We're going to be tweeting and posting things on Instagram at Gullah Geechee for both of those. And once again, GU. L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. And most of all, we're going to be encouraging everybody who's watching me, who's listening to me on any of these platforms to become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and supporters of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. All you got to do, go to gullahgeechee.biz and pay for membership. You can find out more about what we do at gullahgeechee.net. Now, same way I started tonight is the way I'm going to end off. Because, no, Friday is not the last event I'm doing, but I'm encouraging you to be a part of that whole day for Juneteenth with us online virtually and to spend your money with the folks who are on there, the black farmers, the everyone. You can buy seeds. You can buy food. We're harvesting. I just harvested before I came on the air. But also on Saturday we'll be right on back with the music part of the month, Black Music Month. I've been asked to be part of Quarantunes by the Folk Life Group from the Kissick Museum here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So that will stream via Facebook on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. So once again, just send me an email, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. If you're looking for me otherwise, go on to Queen Quet, Q-U-E-E-N, Q-U-E-T dot com, com, and send email from there as well. If you're interested in trying to book me to do something and be a part of something that you're doing, that is also going to continue to move this agenda of stuff forward. But just like we started, we end, I need you to know that we need you to get up, get involved, and get into it. This is the only way to do it. We can't have justice if it's just us as black folks. Racism has to be ended by everyone in the world. So thank you, thank you for thinking of not robbery. Thank you, thank you for taking this your time this evening. But join me and join we on We Show, Gullah Geechee, Rhythm Radio. I'm going to be sounding the drum Friday, and I hope on the right day and going yet at me. Join me with the drum call for justice. Peace and blessings, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Stay safe, stay healthy, but keep fighting to be free. Peace and blessings wherever it's going to be. Yeah.